Welcome to Concussion Stories, a Life Yana podcast series filled with hope. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone in your concussion recovery. I'm Melanie, and I spent more than six years experimenting, training, and learning in order to heal myself from a very bad case of post-concussion syndrome. And today, I feel better than ever before. In Concussion Stories, we dig deep while discussing hopeful stories of recovery, as well as the hard stuff in the messy middle. If you're struggling to focus, be sure to take a break. Down in the description of each episode, you can find a table of contents in case you want to skip ahead. Let's dive right in. Hi there. This video or mini documentary, if you will, is about the Center TBI convention that took place on the 30th of September and the 1st of October 2022 in Antwerp, Belgium. Now, Center TBI, as you may remember from one of the previous Concussion Stories episodes, is one of the largest research groups, research studies um, worldwide focusing on improving patient care for patients with TBI. And TBI is traumatic brain injury. So a concussion or a post-concussion syndrome are labeled, I would say, I wanted to say often labeled, but they are labeled as mild uh, traumatic brain injury or mild TBI. But there is nothing mild about concussion, lingering concussions or post-concussion syndrome. And the research group, so standard TBI, has also uncovered that. They have proven mild TBI is not so mild. That's something that you will hear in this video as well. Now, the footage has been shot at a conference. So that means that there will be a lot of background noise going on. So people coughing and sneezing and all that. Um, if you're sensitive to noise, please uh, take this into account already and switch down your volume a bit. Um, the last thing that I want to say is why I made this video. So I made this video as a vote of support to all of you out there with post-concussion syndrome. Because I want to show you that there are top researchers and doctors and thought leaders backing you. It's so important for you to know this. I know it won't help you get the, the, the medical help that you so deserve and you ought to get, I think, right now. But I hope it will instill in you a sense of positivity and acknowledgement, which is so important, and hope. So let's see if that works and start the footage right now. The day started off with a statement that the current medical system is failing concussion patients. You're gonna hear mild traumatic brain injury a lot in the coming seconds. Remember that mild traumatic brain injury means concussions and mild does in no way represent the seriousness of your injury. This patient is so illustrative of where we are failing patients and also illustrative of the tremendous burden, and I would say hidden burden, of mild TBI, which exists in current day practice. So I'm very happy that Melanie is here as one of the people who have taken the initiative to help these types of patients. Emeritus Professor Maas then continued to share about the start of Sender TBI. 
So, the journey of Santorini. This is uh, the uh, picture which was made by Oli on occasion of our first Center TBI meeting. Do you remember what this is? Well, David does, but that's unfair. Something Japanese. Yes, sushi. No, not sushi. This is kintsugi. And kintsugi is the art of mending broken pottery with gold. He then kicks in the door with important findings. Mild TBI is not so mild. That is a major result of center TBI. We found abnormalities on MR scanning in about one third of patients who had a normal CT on presentation. So a normal CT does not mean the absence of structural damage. That's important for patients, for science, and also in the context of uh, lawsuits, etc., where so often lawyers will say the CT was normal, so it was not a TBI. <clears throat> Total nonsense. Looking at the outcome, 51% of patients with mild TBI do not accomplish a full good recovery by six months after injury. Gender effects, a hot topic. There's been much debate about it. I think we have now been able to clarify that. Um, when you look at the moderate and severe TBI, we found no overall difference between males and females. However, when you looked at other domains, such as post-concussion symptoms, females had more complaints. We found that females with mild TBI were less likely to be admitted to the ICU. In mild TBI, we found poorer outcome in females compared to males across all domains. Professor Andelich states that rehabilitation isn't always referred, and certainly not to everyone. Rehabilitation is underutilized after TBI. Many patients report unmet rehabilitation needs. Rehabilitation referrals are not only driven by clinical needs, but also by demographic, Social, social and organizational factors, raising issues regarding equity in the rehabilitation care. So access to rehabilitation services should be improved. Professor Stocchetti argues we need a new specialization to take care of concussion patients. My view is that I don't believe that people can be expert in everything. I hate people who <laughs> claim to be good in everything. It would be a waste to say, okay, now we self-claim that we are good for mild. They are not. Who is the best entitled specialist for the mild and moderate? This is what I don't know. And I'm afraid that it doesn't exist yet. Then, Professor Menon and Emeritus Professor Maas highlight a needed change in healthcare and policy. We have duty to it. Oh. I fully agree, David. I think you have hit the nail on the head. <clears throat>
we can do no more as intensivists or surgeons than create awareness for the larger population of mild TBI. We have come to recognize the importance of that. We had not recognized it. The community has not recognized it. The ministries of health have not recognized it. <clears throat> so now that we have recognized it, we have learned the hard way. But now it's up to us to make the community and policy makers aware of this problem and aware that it is a huge public health burden. Associate Professor Maidan reasons that the medical system should start overemphasizing mild TBI, so concussions. This is another way of looking at it. I'm not saying that we should put aside uh, severe TBI or, 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 or moderate TBI, but we should be overemphasizing and making mild TBI the priority or the most visible part of whatever we are applying for. Professor Tenovuo pitches in to advocate for all of us with post-concussion syndrome. Hundreds of millions of people with problems caused by the so-called mild TBI. And when they seek for medical care, they hear that maybe you have a depression or your <laughs> symptoms are psychosomatic or, or there's no, there should be nothing wrong with you. So we heard, hear these stories all the time. And um, uh, Andrew mentioned the story of Melanie, for example. It's a shame for the medical community that, that these uh, patients have to look uh, for the cure by themselves. They don't uh, get any help from the medical community. That's something we should do something. As the question was raised, if specialists treating people with severe and moderate TBIs were losing work because of this, I felt the need to pitch in. So I think the question was that many of us who embark on this take care of patients at the most severe end of the spectrum. Yes. And the concentration on my TBI, the question was being asked, does this mean that there is no more work to be done at the most severe end of the spectrum? Yes. And I think all of us recognize, was we just rehearsing those discussions to clarify ideas in our minds. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. So uh, from the doctor's perspective, I understand that you asked this question. From a patient's perspective, um, I have experienced having no doctor to go to. So I had doctors to go to, of course, but they had honestly nothing to offer to help me. And um, hopefully I just went to the wrong doctors. Um, I must believe that, um, being here. But if from the data it emerges, uh, it, it appears that, or actually it's proven that mild traumatic brain injury is the most common form of traumatic brain injury and it has such a massive impact on society, economically, um, but also so many other aspects. Maybe this would open the discussion, or in my perspective, humble opinion, should open the discussion if there should be a new specialist kind of doctor, specialization needed in order to service um, these patients. It's just a question that comes into my mind, coming from where I've been and also what I'm hearing now. 
I also wanted to press the importance of translating research findings into new protocols. The thing I'm missing as a patient or for a patient is protocols. That's the, that's the exact point where you can make direct difference on people's lives. And of course we are getting there and all of the research you have been doing are still doing. I am so thankful for it and it's so important. And for example, the realization that mild TBI is not so mild. That has been healing for me to hear Andrew say that after everything I've been through because I never got that acknowledgement. So that's something I'm sharing now with other patients as well. But um, if we could, from all of this, uh, these findings that you have found and you have put so much time and energy in, if we could direct all of that toward the impact of changing protocols and having GPs, for example, knowing what to do with multimodal brain injury, that would be massive. Thank you for watching or listening to this Concussion Stories episode. In the next episode, we will be meeting some of the researchers. I wanted to show you the faces and the stories behind the people who are doing the research. So that's on the agenda. Thank you again for tuning in. Now I would love to hear from you. What do you take away from this episode? Is there something that you can apply to your life right away? Head on over to lifejana.com and leave your comment now. And if you want to hear and read more concussion stories, actionable steps and inspiration, be sure to subscribe to the LifeYana email list while you're there so that you never miss out on new materials we constantly make for you. If you want to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash concussion stories. Thank you for listening to this concussion stories episode by LifeYana. May you be well and may you be happy.